Hello, my name is Lilian Ogazi and this is Nigeria Daily. Yearly, the Independent Corrupt Practices and Other Related Offences publishes its Ethics and Integrity Compliance Scorecard. The scorecard evaluates ministries, departments and agencies' compliance to ethics, integrity, statutes, policies and regulation. According to the scorecard, Key MDAs like the Federal High Court, the Federal Ministry of Justice, Abuja and the Police Service Commission, amongst others, ranked last 10, as they scored below 50% in the ranking card. MDAs like the Federal Ministry of Education, National Pension Commission and even the National Broadcasting Corporation, amongst others, were declared high corruption risk and non-responsive MDAs by the ICPC Ethics and Integrity Compliance Scorecard. What criteria was used to determine who came first and who came last? What happened to the unresponsive MDAs who were declared high corruption risk? I put this question and more to the spokesperson of ICPC. Okay, my name is Azuka Ogogwa. I'm the spokesperson to the ICPC. Okay, the thing is that uh, we look at um, existing policies and existing systems that are in place to address the issue of corruption. And then we measure the compliance of MDAs in keeping with those policies and systems that are already in place. What we do is that we group all such policies, systems, rules, regulations under three. So we measure management culture and structure. We measure the financial management systems of the MDAs and then the administrative uh, systems. Basically, what we do is we administer a questionnaire that measures the compliance of these agencies to these existing structures. We are looking for why are they not complying with existing structures? And they have to bring supporting documents to show that they're complying. So this was what we did. And this is what we have been doing since 2019 when we started this exercise. Every year we do this exercise and we bring out this call. How the agencies are complying with all these systems that are already in place, you know. And then those that are not complying, we try to find out why they are not complying so that we can address and, you know, fill up the gaps and stop blockages so that the MDAs as an organization and the staff of those MDAs are complying with ethical, the highest ethical standards and the highest integrity standards in the, in the, in the execution of their assignments. Okay. Okay. Now, as part of part of um the um scorecard that we got, cause it's on our paper today. Now we saw that some yeah. agencies were declared high corruption risks, and they were it was written non-responsive, um MDAs. So um we'll start yeah. with first of all, what does that mean, and what is going to happen to them done rather to these non-responsive MDAs? Okay. Now the thing is, non-responsive MDAs are those that we were not able to administer the ethics scorecard for one reason or the other. Some of them, uh, well, this time we had a loss because of the ASU strike that was ongoing at the time we administered it. And then some of them didn't have um, the documents we wanted. Okay. Some of them said several things. So what we do is this. When you are non-responsive, there are several things we do. We try to write to find out why they didn't respond. If the reason is, seems to be authentic, we can take them again in the next round. Okay. But some of them... It flags them as, like you said, high corruption risk. Since they are not able to give us a document, the documents are routine documents that they should have in their system. Mm-hmm. So it speaks 
to a corruption, there are corruption risks. So we might go in there and carry out a system study and review. A system study and review is to see what exactly are the gaps in the system okay. that is even making them not to have the proper record. Then in some cases, we pay a visit to their management and say, what is going on? Why are you not having this document? Why did you not respond? And if it needs training, we conduct training. We are not, it's a, it's a corruption prevention exercise. It's basically to make sure that every agency, government agency using public funds is maintaining the highest ethical standards possible. Okay. So we are willing to train you on what you are required to do to keep that. But where some proof very subtle, we might go in to investigate. That is when we come. That is like the last measure. Okay, so it means these ones that were flagged high corruption risks and non-responsive had gone through that last stage of even investigation. No, they will. I'm saying what we will do. Okay, okay. Because they were non-responsive okay. and therefore they are high corruption risk. At the end of the day, some of them might even now invite us, be eager okay. for us to come and administer it on them. Okay. Because some are scared. When you when you mention ICTC, some people are scared. But when we now come visit the management, let them know what we are doing. It is when they don't, they are still non-responsive after we have done advocacy visits, training, system study. That is where we now come for oh. investigation. Okay, so you said this um, exercise started since 2019. Has any difference been made? Have we seen improvements? Yes, some NDAs are really picked up. Some have, you know, some people... Uh, plead ignorance. And you know, ignorance is not an excuse mm. under the law. Okay. So, but we are not carrying out an enforcement activity. You know, you want to let people put their house in order, know the right thing and do the right thing. It's when they now fall foul of the right, the right thing, you now come after them with enforcement. So there is an improvement in the response to ICPC. Many agencies are willing to open up their books. We have nothing to hide. Come and see our processes. Many others are trying to put their acts together because we found that many, some uh, are simply very analog. So okay. to retrieve information was very difficult and all that. So now they are all improving their systems. And when systems are digitized, for instance, it actually less corruption proof. So we are trying to help the MDA put their house in order so that there will be less room less opportunity for corruption to occur. That was Mrs. Azuka Ogugwa, ICPC's spokesperson, speaking. So what does it mean to have the justice system rank below average in an ethics and integrity scorecard? We will find out after the break. To stay. You are welcome back. This is Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. In this episode, we are looking at the ICPC Ethics and Integrity Compliance Scorecard. Before we went on break, we established the result of the scorecard and what the least 10 and non-responsive MDAs were. We also had a chat with the ICPC's spokesperson, Azuka Ogugwa, who told us the criteria used in judging and creating the standard for the scorecard. What does it mean for the Federal High Court of Nigeria, the Federal Ministry of Justice Abuja and the Police Service Commission to rank below average in ethics and integrity? The Executive Director of the Center for Fiscal Transparency and Integrity Watch, Umar Yakub, tells us. Yeah, that translates that, you know, that one of the strong pillars of democracy is the criminal justice system. 
And when you have institutions that are responsible for the formulation of policy and implementation of those policies to strengthen the criminal justice system, I feel that the integrity scorecard is a clear reflection of what you see of the failure of the criminal justice system we have seen. Uh, the criminal justice system has three strong pillars. and uh, The prosecution is very important. Uh, you can see the Ministry of Justice is there. Mm -hmm. The Police Service Commission, they are part of the prosecution, is a strong pillar too. You can see they are weak. And the Federal High Court are supposed to execute a lot of crimes. Most of the crimes, especially white-collar crimes, financial crimes, economic crimes, start from the Federal High Court. And you can see it's weak. So that trans can easily translate that while those integrity, the integrity systems of those institutions are weak, you can see it's a reflection on the criminal justice system we have in Nigeria. Okay, so where does this leave the fate of the common man? Yeah, it means the common man has to, we are in a democracy, we should try and see how we, these institutions can be strengthened. And the only way they can be strengthened is when we elect the right leaders, where we shelve the issues of tribe and religion and ensure that we have leaders that can ensure that their rights are protected. Because when you have the institutions that are supposed to protect you are weak, Internally, because our integrity systems are weak, they cannot deliver, as shown by the ICPC report. And these same institutions still reflecting in our own uh, Transparency and Integrity Index. In fact, their scorecard of the Transparency and Integrity Index of 2021 and 2022 is similar. Is similar score. So it's a reflection. You can see where the criminal justice system one is is slow. Apart from being very slow, is weak. Only the rich people get to get favorable judgments sometimes and uh, the weak just don't have access to justice. Now you made mention of your own scorecard for you that was being done and they were still ranking low. So um, yeah. before we get to those that were that they were declared high corruption risks now, what is the way forward for this now? You know, how can this how can it be done differently? You know, this scorecard is being released yearly and yeah. you did it both last year and this year and they're still ranking low. Where are we missing it and what can be done differently? Yeah, what we can be done is believe that is strong people that first of all build strong institutions. So they, those responsible of those institutions need to live up to their responsibility to ensure that people are doing what they are supposed to do because we have enough sufficient laws and guidelines from the Public Service Commission, from the Bureau of Public Service Reforms, all the things that are meant to threaten these institutions. What is lacking is implementation. And if they are not implementing, it means the chief executive of those any of those agencies is responsible for the poor implementation of those things. And the uh, second aspect is for the media and the civil society like us mm -hmm. to continue to monitor them and ensure that they are implementing those policies and laws they developed for them so by themselves. Finally, now let's look at those that were declared non-responsive and actually declared high corruption risks by the ICPC. We have yeah. the Federal Ministry of Education, we have the National oh. Pension Commission, we have NTA, and then we even have um, the MBC as well. Supreme Court of Nigeria, they were declared high corruption risk. Now, what does this say? If you look at uh, in any third world country or a de developing country like Nigeria, um, has a high risk of uh, public sector corruption. 
because the six it has not is not strengthened enough our democracy has not reached to the level where the scrutiny by the public uh is 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 high enough so the corruption risk is usually very high and within those mdas within the public service you find that it's under procurement that the corruption risk is high most of it so and you see federal ministry of education is a high budget ministry they receive one of the highest budgets in the country probably after defense and maybe one or two others and you can see they are not responding because of is goes to say that there's probably a high level of corruption uh npc i'm surprised national pension commission are not responding that is surprising because they are just mainly regulators they don't have that kind of budget so it's probably due to one or two other things what is the way forward looking how can we move forward with, with the next even as nigerians how can we hold these bodies accountable yeah the, the our own index the transparency and integrity index and other indexes like the icpc index we need to continue doing what we're doing as civil society and media to be pushing it to their faces that they need to improve because luckily these mechanisms were developed by them themselves not by civil society or by daily trust so when you develop a mechanism you are supposed to follow it so it's to continue ensuring and luckily is uh, empirical evidence is data driven your score is there it shows you how to just improve your score and there's another aspect of the index of the ICPC to even go and ensure what they reported whether it's true by the time you do that you find that their ranking will even drop lower than what they have even reported so it's all part of our work to ensure as a society that government lives up to its responsibilities that was umar yakub executive director of the center for fiscal transparency and integrity watch according to wole shoyinka it is not fair to those who fight corruption that they have to fight the aggressiveness and the impunity of the corrupt as the fight against corruption persists we wait and watch for a better nigeria free of corruption and flooding with good ethics and integrity. God bless Nigeria. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. To everyone whose voices we heard on the show, we say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and you can download this and other episodes on dailytrust.com, bossprouts.com, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn Radio by simply searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen to our podcast on NAS FM 89.9 in Yola, Unity FM 93.3 in Joss, Badegi Radio 90.1 in Mina, and Sawaba FM 104.9 in Hadeja. Now, if you intend to sponsor an episode of our podcast, call us or send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390 or you can reach us via our social media handles on Instagram and Twitter at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at daily trust. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Thank you for listening. And bye for now.